Blackout Roundtable. <laughs> but what? Uh, uh, ooh, man. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Starting off real rocky this year. What is up, everybody? I am Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. Happy New Year, guys. Ooh, we made it. Ooh, I was about to say Feliz Cumpleaños. That's <laughs> wrong. Um, I was about to say, some my birthday close, none of us, not near no, one of us. It's <laughs> in the distant future. What's New Year in Spanish? Feliz Nuevo Año. Yep. Oh, we were close. Feliz Año Nuevo. Okay. Close enough. Yay. <laughs> BN. Um, <laughs> the Spanish listeners are probably like wrong. <laughs> wrong. Let's just get right into it. Let's jump into uh, what we have for you guys this week. So it's a new year, new us, new show. Um, and we're going to mix it up this week with some new segments. So be be ready, locked and loaded and ready to go for those as we get into the rest of the show. But first, we're going to start off with a fan favorite and talk about a little bit of the nonsense that has been going on in the world with this week's What's Trending. And we could start with either one of these because Lord, it has been a mess. But I think let's start with the more, um, the more important, maybe not important, the more serious mess. That yep. is Jonathan Majors and his recent interview. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who have not watched it, I highly recommend you do. Um, but Jonathan Majors has given his first interview since the uh, domestic violence incident that he had with his ex-girlfriend. Um, it was a very short interview that was done on, I believe, Good Morning America. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where he essentially um, tells his side of the story. Um, talks about the altercation, talks about the aftermath, and also gives us some insights into his relationship with Megan Good. Um, and there was a lot to take away. Um, Jonathan still vehemently denies the allegations that are leveraged against him by his ex. The jury has found him guilty of, and please excuse my legalese, any lawyers who are on the show listening but essentially the verdict was that he did cause his ex-girlfriend harm but did not do so intentionally so he will still be sentenced and and penalized but it will be in the sense that he accidentally caused her harm and not deliberately whatever that means in the eyes of the fucked up american justice system um jonathan notes that he still has plans to uh, contest that ruling and talks about Megan Good's support where he says that she has held him down, quote, like a Coretta, end quote. So a lot of information and also nothing at all gained from that interview. Where where do we start? <laughs> I was like, it was just funny because I had got on Twitter and Dr. King and Coretta's daughter, I think Bernie, I think it was Bernice, she was like, like pretty much like, please stop to, like putting my mama in this. Like she was more than just his wife. She was more than just somebody holding him down. Like please keep her name out your mouth. And I'm frankly, I'm tired too. Cause why, why correct? Like not like correct and not agree, but like why do you keep saying this, sir? What is the the fix the fixation on this? Like we get it. You dress like a civil rights leader all the time, but like please, please stop. Yeah. Um, 
So it's really interesting. Um, and now that I know for a fact that he watches the show, uh, babe, I don't want to hear your mouth when I say this. He been knew that he was weird and he's like, I told y'all, I told y'all that. <laughs> Why is he holding a random cup? Nobody in their right mind goes on wet carpet with their own ceramic mug. I missed that. Yes, he always has the mug. I forgot why he says it. It's like a self soothing type of thing or something like that. He always, he has always got this little mug in his homemade hand. ceramic mug in his hand. Always, always, Dana. I. <laughs> Where have I been? Just Google uh, Jonathan Majors mug. This is I can't. I, this is news to me. I'm about to Google this. It just became a thing for me to always have my own vessel. A vessel of what? He's standing in front of these movie trailer posters with this fucking mug. I can't take it. <laughs> a vessel of shenanigans. That's what he got. What the hell is wrong with you? What? And it's the same ceramic. What's in this? It's not even that cute. No. Like, the whole, it's a whole, it's a making pottery class. Yeah. So mind you, so Babe was like, yeah, like that's he's like him and his civil rights outfits and his mug are weird. That nigga's up to something. And I'm like, here I am, you just a hater. You can't get you nothing know, wrong with him. And then this came out, he said, I told you that nigga was weird. <laughs> Raheem one, <laughs> the rest of us zero, because I did not see this coming. Um <laughs> how did I feel about the stupid interview? Um, so Asha and Jelena are all my close friends, so they have already seen my takes about this damn interview because I was sharing my thoughts with people who I can trust with things that come off the top of my brain. Um, but now that I've had to re- time to reflect on this damn interview, I still feel the same. My biggest complaint, the whole interview, speak up. Okay. <laughs> I thought something was wrong with my I got my computer what? on full blast it wasn't just me because i'm like what what did he say (laughs) i done pulled out the damn little sound bar thinking Uh, something wrong with my laptop like and i he is whispering he said maybe if i speak low enough they can't tell i'm lying a very difficult time for me in my life and she has just held me down like a corretta and i would speak up as someone who in their come to their own home saw several of his movies, you have a booming voice. You can. Yes. What's crazy is they showed the clip from um Quantumania where he walks mm-hmm. in and is like, I'm Kang. So you can enunciate. Right. So you can speak up. You're actively choosing not to. That's number one. Yeah, it's it's a t- it's a tactic. It's a, it's a it is a tactic all through and through. Absolutely, and also like I've heard you speak before when you was doing the Creed press tour. You don't talk like that, so something was happening. I think, and where then he go to like Yale School of Drama or something. You need to get your money back because they they're failing you in this instance right now. That was number one. Number two, I didn't really want him. And I know that's what the interview was for to talk about like what happened between him and old girl because honestly once your attorney dropped them text messages i had no questions i needed you to talk about the pr campaign the disastrous pr campaign that followed after the fact 
so why did your attorney release the text messages? What was up with this skit that you performed of breaking up that fight between them high school girls? I forgot about that. I didn't. <laughs> I did not. freaking beat it. Goddamn choreography. I, that's literally the only thing that I wanted him to address. I don't care anything else that you said. Let me know how much time they got serving because in my mind... Again, this is me, my opinion, or and also the opinion of the jury. You did that shit. Um, so I just need <laughs> just tell me what happened and why is Megan in it? To me, that's what I needed to know. Why yeah, why her? Why Megan and, and Megan, why you? Why are you doing this? Like to me, to me, I can see if you and Jonathan Majors, everyone knows you as like the like you even if you guys have always gone back and forth and back and forth to each other, people know that you are a constant in his life. And I would even, even though I wouldn't agree with it, I would at least it would make more sense to me. I would take it on the chin mm-hmm. as to why you're like, okay, like she's been with him for a long time. They had a breakup, whatever, blah blah blah. She's standing, she's standing beside him because she's had she's had this whole time. But to be for us, the first thing that you we see of you is during the trial. Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't understand. I don't understand that. You might not have intentionally tried to hurt her from what she is alleging. And to me, the text messages were pretty damning because, like, she was like, Oh, I'm sorry for that. I made you do this. Because that's always like, Ooh. That's abuser language one on one. That is victim yeah. abuser language one on one. I mean, and you release them. And you released them. She didn't drop that. You did. You did. That that gives like, I think I did not do anything wrong, but I very much did something wrong. Um, Now the footage, let me tell you something. It should not have been as funny as it was. The footage of him, her chasing him and him too. I mean, kneels to knee to chest. (laughs) Dude, dude, dude. I said, put that man on somebody's UCLA. (laughs) Then we'll put him in the Olympics, please. Mr. Carlin, because you should be out there with freaking um, Flo, Flo Joe and Shakari, right? I mean, that is technique, okay? <laughs> Not technique. <laughs> that man was <laughs> But I do, uh, but you know what was really damning for me, which was like, uh, here you go again, was that goddamn recording of that his ex-girlfriend recorded. That was... I just think there's something about anybody who has the audacity to compare themselves to any civil rights leader. And so we on this podcast have long since warned y'all about the hoteps that love to compare themselves to Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Wee woo, wee woo. Am I Asha? Am I Asha audio? <laughs> it's something about you as an actor. And he was like, you need to act like Coretta. Do you know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. What? What? I want you to act like her. Do you know who that is? Do you hear what you are saying, sir? And she's British. Now, I'm not saying that the Brits don't know about MLK. Shout out to our listeners across the pond. But, like, for a white British woman just to be throwing that on the table, like, she should know the blueprint of Coretta Scott King. I just felt like you were asking, even if you were justified, which which you weren't, you were asking her for a lot. Anyway, you know, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of a British white woman, okay? I would be quite offended, not because you asked me to be Curtis Scott King, 
but because why are you with me if you want a Coretta Scott King figure? You could have asked me to be Meghan Markle. You could have asked me to be Kate. You could have fucking asked me to be Prince Harry <laughs> before you asked right. me to be Coretta Scott King. Right. And, and my thing is, and you, I mean, and even this would still be egregious, but like even to me, uh, like a Princess Diana, to me makes more sense. I would have let you have it. I would have looked at you crazy, but I would have had less to say. I would have had less to say because to me, yours, and you mentioned too, black women. Not only did he say Credit Scott King, even though he doubled down on the Credit Scott King, he also said Michelle Obama. Let's look at the history of Michelle Obama and Credit Scott King, right? One is a lawyer, okay? One is a classically trained soprano opera singer slash black feminist social justice socialist who is the reason for her her very famous iconic husband's ideology who made the pastor remove the line in her vows to obey her husband because she said i'm not swearing to that before god and my family and even even if by some miracle of that i could be what are you doing that makes you equivalent to Barack Obama or Martin Luther King. And this is what, this is my new rule for 2024 onward. Stop comparing yourselves to civil rights leaders. Also, I mean, at best, at best, you are like a Harry Belafonte. Uh, Sidney Poitier. A Denzel. I wouldn't even call you Denzel because again, Denzel's wife. Denzel would never. Would never. <laughs> but if he, if he would have said that, if he would have been like, I need you to be like Mrs. Washington. I could, I could live with that. Yes, yes. I could live with that. I could live with that. I Even live if with it's it. like, I'm trying to think of like a Ruby D. You know what I'm saying? Like Ozzy Davis and Ruby D. Sure. He said karate, y'all. And he's standing firm on karate. I mean, again, at best, at best, you're like a Quincy Jones. Okay. And Megan Good, I like a lot of those movies, you ain't no Coretta either. No. <laughs> ain't never been. Coretta ain't never been on the leash of a white woman dressed as a pimp. And okay. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that is the statement that we leave y'all with on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we move on to the next topic because that's really all there is to say. I just want y'all to get my Soros name out y'all's mouth. Stop bringing my Soros into this. She is trying to rest in peace. She doing her so she she doing her celestial yoga, and here y'all come talking about her. Leave her alone. <laughs> Alrighty, let's move on to another very 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 controversial i'm gonna generously use the term interview um and talk about the the conversation that happened between cat williams and um shannon sharp um so if you have not watched the three hour interview that cat williams did on shannon sharp's podcast i think it's called like the shay shay room or something like that yeah something crazy which uh-huh. I didn't know was the name. I said for toxic masculinity men, this is a very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a joke that it was called that. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> okay, come on, queens. Um, but to me, I'm like, I'm cool, like club shay shay. But I was like, I'm surprised that, especially for as much, um, you know, 
homophobia that y'all threw around in that so, That's what I'm saying. Like, for toxic masculinity, y'all are doing a very good job ignoring the Club Shay Shay piece. Yes. Because <laughs> Shannon Sharp is, like, six foot seven and 400 pounds, and I dare you to fucking say something. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's why That's why nobody's clocking Club Shay Shay, because if he said that's what the podcast is called, that's what the fucking podcast is called. <laughs> Like, he needed to stay seated at okay. all times. Three-hour interview where he talked about everything. He Ooh. talked about comedians in the industry stealing his jokes. He talked about um, negative interactions that he's had with people in Hollywood. He uh, made some very serious allegations about being inducted into the Illuminati with Ludacris. He talked about... Um, turning down money and opportunities to party with Diddy because Diddy was allegedly going to be making sexual advances at him. Um, It would take us an entire another podcast to break down everything he talked about. Um, And of course the internet has been ablaze with people's reactions and thoughts on the interview. Um, Let's go round Robin. I'll start with Asha. What did you think about the interview? So I watched most of it, um, and there are a few gems in that po- in that um, podcast that no one's really talking about of the things that he said. Um, I God, there was one where I was like, "Now this is what people should be talking about." But um, there were some really good like words of advice, um, and I will, I will also say, Cat Williams has when it comes to like foreign relations, Cat Williams has very conservative right wing views about foreign politics that I just can't get jiggy with. Um, so I did want to mention that, but, um, yes, but you know, I think out of all of it, the things that people got versus the things that I got, like were very different in terms of like his work ethic. Um, and about how I think he's right. There are certain things that he simply, will not do in Hollywood that other people are comfortable doing um, that has landed him where he is now. Um, Some of it was sensationalized, in my opinion. Um, But, you know, again, I got to, you know, you have an unnatural allegiance to losers. That is my quote of the year. Quote of the year. I freaking love it. Um... But yeah, there were some, you know, there's some really good like one-liners about his life and about how he came to be who he is. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, there's some things. That, and again, I also am not one to think. Here's the thing: this whole thing of like men, comedian, com- men, male comedians performing in dresses as some kind of initiation or some kind of breaking down of masculinity. I don't necessarily think that is this whole conspiracy of like, you have to do that to make it in Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. Um, do I think it's cheap, low brow comedy for the most part? Yes. So there's that. Um, but I don't think it's some kind of conspiracy. Of like, oh, you have to, you know, demasculate yourself to like, you know, make it in Hollywood. I don't think that's it. I just think sometimes it's corny and low brow and that's the, the ending and beginning of it. Mm-hmm. It's, no more than that. But, and I do believe that there is a lot of truth in what he's saying about like, you know, a lot of y'all niggas are weird and mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't fuck with y'all. You're not that funny. You still, you steal a lot of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Y'all give advice that you have not done. Like when he said like Kevin Hart does this and, and has, he's been doing this like for the past five years 
which I'm really tired of. Um, it's this whole, like, I work so hard. That's how I've gotten, I've gotten to where I've gotten. And now somehow he's a money guru. Money. Oh. It's about money. Yeah, I can't take that. that. And it's very, like conservative views like oh you're do that's why black people can't do this because they already got all they got liquor stores and cash you know cash check mm-hmm. places blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. it's like okay now that you've you're the exception you've made your millions now you feel like you can talk down on people who have some things to say about kevin hart but I'll, I'll and so to me the kevin hart slander to me was like cool like i don't care <laughs> I wish I was the one that was uh, interviewing Cat Williams. I think I think or that we if he was on the black girl, uh, black on round table. Cat Williams was interviewing himself because at this point, Cat write the book. Like please, that's where I'm at. Write at this the book. Point, write the book or have your own podcast where you tell your stories. Please don't get your own podcast. No, it's oh, it's okay. It's I'm just saying like something to where like because I'm like woo three hours three and a half hours. But I'm saying, like, I think I'm just, I just wish it was like somebody who actually, like, I'm not saying that we're all journalists, but we all have, like, mm-hmm. also went to school for like a little bit of this. Yes, a little something. And so I would have been like, there's a person who was like, what? I'd been like, well, where'd you get this from? Like, some of them questions about his childhood, like, oh, I've read 3,000 books. I just, where has Gail been at this whole month? Because she needed, I was ready for Gail to do the Jonathan. I thought that's who was going to do it. Sat, because no shade to whoever that girl was. She asked a couple of questions that were cool, but she could have came a little bit harder on Jonathan Majors as well. But Mm -hmm. this whole situation, I agree with everything you said, Asha. Kat is, I think Kat Williams is is truly one of the best comics of our lifetime. I think he yes. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I do think he is criminally underrated. Um, and I don't disagree with most of what he said as far as like his peers. Um, I, I, I personally think he is a PR genius because every four to five years, he does something like this. Like the last time he did it, I think it was an interview on some radio show it was the breakfast club or something where he similarly got on air for an hour or two and talked shit about people the last time it was tiffany haddish and a bunch of other people and while some of this information was true i felt like there was always so much other fanfare peppered in and then a couple months later he was on tour so it's a great way to sell tickets. I think he's willing to talk about people in the industry like nobody else is. And mm-hmm. for however much truth is there, it's lost in the nonsense. And mm-hmm. so that is why I just can never fully get behind him like I want to. Because some of this information you are saying is categorically untrue. Just a not no, It's false. It is easily provable false information now my favorite part of the interview is when he said being a part of that comics club only gets you a light-skinned wife with a weird looking face i personally yeah. the funniest thing in the world i screeched the whole thing is a light-skinned weird face wife who don't do no interviews and then it was just the people people posting pictures of everybody's wife and i'm just like oh, i the scream, now the scream i scrumped <laughs> And that little tidbit it was enough for me to be like, Kat, you are mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. truly a great comedian. One of the best. Kat is hilarious. I would buy a Cat Williams ticket today. Um, and I did appreciate what he said about when Shannon started bringing that, you know, 
Uncle Pop Pop language of, oh yeah, the comics of Richard Pryor never would have been able to to do what he does today. Like, I appreciate what he said. Times change, social norms change, change your jokes, or you're not that funny. Like, I appreciated that, but it was the lies and the the misogyny and the and the um the the homophobia sprinkled in i was not feeling yeah. at all no i was i agree with all of what you guys are saying and yes he was embellishing a lot <laughs> throughout the the interview but i do think like you said he made a lot of valid points and people glazed over a lot of the good things that mm-hmm. he's done like the mm-hmm. fact that he adopted kids and i know for i'm pretty sure that's a fact because he's mentioned it before in other like shows that he's done that he has kids that is everybody's like oh he's on he was drunk the entire interview he's on drug you know what you got at what hoops you have to jump through to adopt children Mm -hmm. children (laughs) like that's like what like so just to like i feel like people are just trying to discredit him for the things that are true in this situation like it's easy to be like he's this he's that when he's speaking the truth about some of y'all yeah. harvey you are not funny you're not i'm sorry um cedric the entertainer is not funny when he said that man ain't got no specials now i i never i mean and maybe that's that's probably part of the problem so i will give cat that i've never viewed cedric the entertainer as like a comic i've always viewed him more as an actor and as an actor yeah. i enjoy yeah, yeah. I, I like- enjoy Cedric in that sense, but yeah. so I think he's funny there. But Cat does have a point. Like if if we're supposed to be viewing Cedric the Entertainer as a comic, I don't. There's no material, right? He yeah. started off as a stand up comedian, so it's just like again, people. Are, oh well, there you know, there's only but so much material in the world. There's only and I'm like, no, no, no. 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 As, as the world turns, there's more things to there's laugh and right. make jokes about. Like you said. The world on this podcast every day and make jokes all the time. Jokes and kiki kiki kiki. Like you said, either you're funny or you're not. Times change. Get some new material. Like yeah. At at this point, and like I said, at the at the same time, I think people are just trying to like it's easy to, and maybe it's a strategy of his to glaze over things without it getting too serious. Like yeah. Oh, he really dropping some information and now somebody you know whoever they is are after you for this because again all the stuff he said about diddy all of these other these these parties and all this stuff is not this is not the first time he has mentioned any of this no if you are a fan you know this so why people are making it seem like he is dropping national secrets is beyond me but i i need cat to go do some some more interviews with somebody who actually know what the hell they talk about. I also need y'all to stop giving any and everybody a goddamn podcast. But that's another story for another day. Yeah. I, <laughs> again, and this is people who obviously have a podcast. It really does feel like, like pot kettle, but it's different. It's it is it's very different because I can see if we were up here like we going to talk about 100 the whole podcast is about politics and not one of us has a political science degree or any for real insight but we just going to be here giving out feminine stuff. or we were doing like femininity classes or some of that yeah like that we no we we talk about things from our perspective i am not trying to give you any expert advice on anything I, we talking we having a conversation this is called black girl roundtable because we are three 
black, black girls, girls. We, we talking and we talking and we talking i feel like the fo- the fakest thing about this podcast is that we don't have a round table now when i move right. i've got one in my a damn round I've table. got one in my wayfair cart <laughs> and i'm gonna paint it and we will sit at the round table like, and chat if that's all it is then fine but some of these but everything other, else yeah well, it's just some of these other people you trying to and again, not saying that you have to have some type of credentials to do these types of things, but it's just like, you do have to know what you're like. If we had a guest on here, we're not just going to be right with them. We're talking about like here. No, nah, I'm going to just wear, I, you know what, y'all? I'm about to just go get me a dashiki and yell into the microphone. Oh, yes. I mean, granted, y'all should be very, very happy that we are uh, decent people who do not want to take your money. I could start a call tomorrow. Okay. okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> Talk about it. Either you start you you start a cult or a consultant group. Two those two things. Should we and me and I'm like, should we start a cult? Because a lot of people are not very smart. And if we were to start a cult, I always say that I have too much knowledge about cults to not start one at this point. I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with you forex niggas. That's what we'll start with first. <laughs> now see, for I will still do forex, chime in because I would like I have several. I would give it to Forex out of all them MLM schemes. I, that one really lasted the longest because y'all was doing Forex for oh. There's wow. people still doing Forex. They just not as in your face about it. Because it's embarrassing at this point. <laughs> if so, join my them, I'll never forget that. I am traumatized. Them people was you not now going to join my group. You must want to be broke your entire life. Somebody that we know tried to get me to join one of them MLM situations and I went because I was like, this person would not steer me into a scheme. And I got in the bitch and I was like, this is a fucking MLM. This is a pyramid scheme. This is a pyramid scheme. I had, no, I've had several friends. And again, no shade to any of my friends who were in 4X. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this is something that y'all have not heard from anybody else. So don't even be feel <laughs> right. Get over it. <laughs> but like, y'all <laughs> you got god y'all was going hard they got you and y'all was y'all meant that shit i can't wait for the netflix documentary on forex babe i want to see who at the top who is running this i feel like a lot of these like women again these on top of like the women empowerment stuff i could really start a cult and take ever if i really just was to sit down just to sit if we were to sit down okay what do people what are people more susceptible to i mean what's the 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 bougie black girl's guide to being bougie if you want for a small fee of Mm 199.99 for the course of six months you too can be a bougie black girl so we could have easily sold like you know how some of them little black luxury girls be like oh you know they get online with their their little head wraps and their little eye mask and be like, if you want to be a bougie baddie like me and get flewed out to Dubai and get a man to pay your bills and blah, 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 blah. This is how you do it. And you know, if I can't do nothing else on this earth, let me tell you, I don't got a lot of skills, but I could string a sentence together. Mm-hmm. I would have y'all, I would have y'all shook in a matter of weeks. So yeah. So just be, be very glad that one, we're nice, but two, we're lazy. Cause that's <laughs> right. Cause I ain't doing, I, I can't keep that facade up for very long. Don't ask me what you should be doing. Cause actually I, cause after a while I'm bored. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I wouldn't do this no more. Dana, what do we do now? What do you do now? 
one of your going to catch me in Walmart one day. Tomorrow. Oh my God, is that hurt? Hey. Hey. Because <laughs> when I get too overstimulated, but are you trying to be on me and I like just ghost everybody? Right. I'm going to have y'all doing fucking um, pacer test. I'm like, go do some jumping jacks or something. Get on my face for a couple hours. Well, child, I'm going to send you on a scavenger hunt. Yo, Literally. But you have to go on a self-love journey in the woods. Three, day, three, day, three days, four nights. Go. Everybody go spend the next two months doing the eat, pray, love and come back and tell me how it went. And take your kids with you because I'm not watching Look, nobody. If you don't see my spirit manifest to you in two weeks, that means you didn't do it long enough. Keep going. I think we would do like, remember that lady on the boat who was like, that's a low vibrational place. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like that would be our cult vibe and everybody in the back screaming, that's right, that's right. Give me my low vibrational place and get that. You know, we have talked about our wilderness retreat where we get the lumberjacks to chop wood. I feel like that would be our first event. And that's that'll be the one good event where everybody like, this is great. This is it. Well, like hire. What's that lumberjack on TikTok? I was about to hire say, him. Mr. Bradley, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you over here, right? We're going to hire him to come and chop wood and we'll all just sip mimosas while he chops and lights a fire. And then <laughs> and then we pounce. Right. And then the indoctrination comes. Right. It was <sighs> like in Avatar where they just... <laughs> no, you're going to look in uh, SpongeBob. The power within. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you turn that off? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Happy New Year. That's it for what's trending. We're going to take a break and be back with our next segment. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. She's an athlete. Um, so we are back with our next segment with a new segment. We decided that we were going to try something a little bit different, mix it up for 2024, keep you guys on your toes. And we are bringing in a segment that we are calling the draft. So what we are doing in the draft is we are going to be developing our dream teams for a variety of different events. It'll be a new event, new category every week. And you guys listening at home or at work or on your commute are going to be able to hop onto our Instagram, um, hop into the YouTube comments, hop into Spotify, utilizing the survey feature um, and vote on whose draft, whose team um, is the best. So definitely listen up. um, Let us know your top picks and uh, let us give us a vote on who's got the best team so we can come back the following week and uh, brag in each other's faces. So with all of that being said, for our first draft, we are going to be doing um, a draft for reality shows. So to pick who decides to go first, who gets the first uh, round draft pick, aren't you guys so proud of me using all this sports jargon? Look at us. Uh, Sure. Don't hate. Wow. 
offended. So to pick who decides to go first, we are going to um, use a utilize a random number generator and whoever gets the closest to the number that's generated will get to go first. So we're all gonna pick a number between one and 100. Okay. Okay. Um, who would like to share their number first? I'll share mine. Okay. 65. Okay. Um, 35. Okay. Okay, so we are generating and we had 81. Dang, okay. Okay, well, good job. Dang. So we have Jelena going first. Asha is gonna go second and I will go third. So we are building our dream team for a reality show of our choice. Um, and just to make sure we're, we're aligned on the type of reality show, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking not necessarily like a dating show, but something like, um, I don't know, something like a, a type of show where like you get all of your favorite reality stars together and hijinks ensues. Are we are we aligned in that? Or are we thinking like a Big Brother esque? Yeah, yeah. the Big Brother or like um, another one of those really like a like College Hill Celebrity Edition something. Yeah, something like that. Yep, exactly. Okay, Okay. I'm very nervous because I feel like everybody's gonna pick my number one for theirs. I mean, we probably all had the same number one. Go ahead, it's fine. The Queen of Reality TV, (sighs) Tiffany New York Pollard. You can't have Uh, reality TV without New York. Solid choice. She would have been my number one as well. It was a given. Somebody's going to say her. Let's get her out the way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Tiffany is is reality TV gold. Have you guys seen um, House of Villains? I see clips. I've seen clips. I haven't seen the whole thing. I know she was. She cleared Omarosa. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. And my favorite quote, maybe of all time, pretty much. I would let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt. Those were old maiden shoes. <laughs> she said that they were for a beautiful woman and she does not have the qualification. So Girl. Shoes, she should have put them back on the rack. <laughs> Jokes. Solid, solid number one pick. Tiffany, love you, girl. Uh, Asha, you are up next. Who is going to be your first pick? Oh, and to clarify, we're each going to pick a team of five. Okay, so my first would be this. I will say that she's like the second, like, one of the queens of reality TV, and that is Jocelyn Hernandez. Ooh, that's a good one. Good pick. That is just a great good one. one. The Puerto Rican princess, she is very, very problematic, and she might be a pimp, but... um. <laughs> But um, I, she makes for very, very, I'm thinking about like rating. She makes for very, very good TV. Mm-hmm. It's a solid pick. I love Jazz, uh, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Jocelyn's Cabaret. It's your B-Day. Baby. Baby. <laughs> Jocelyn's Cabaret. Like no one told her like, hey, Jocelyn, it's actually pronounced Cabaret. She was going to bust him in the head. No, <laughs> it's Cabaret today. Every time he come around, I ride him like a cowgirl, like a cowgirl. Uh, wow, you guys, this is gonna be tough. Some heavy hitters. I use this every day. Hey, maid. <laughs> See me your maid outfit. <laughs> I started watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta from the beginning, and it is jokes. It's a ride. It is a ride. Solid, solid choice. Um, wow. Okay, so. 
Um, I'm still pretty confident with my first pick. I think I have another um, Black reality TV legend. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go with the OG Atlanta housewife, NeNe Leakes. Um, another person who's just quotable. Um, I will never move into another apartment with a white refrigerator. And it is because of NeNe. Because we have to find a home. And just, I think if anybody's gonna go toe to toe with like a New York or a Jocelyn, it's gonna be. Mm -hmm. So I need somebody who's gonna be able to hold their own, who's not gonna get upstage, who's gonna give us some moments. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I'm gonna go with Nini. Okay. Okay. Ooh, first round. First First round. round Good. Good. Yes. Mm. All right, Jelena, you're up again. Who's your number two? My number two. Since uh, the TikTok girlies are in their mob wives era, mm-hmm. I am going with Miss Drita for mm-hmm. mob wives. Great pick. That I didn't is my Drita. That's a great pick. The thing about wow. Drita is, I love Drita. Her and New York would either be the best of friends or they the worst of enemies. I would love to see what that looks like. Oh gosh, I love Drita. I Rest love in peace, Big Ann. Yes, I'm my girl. Big Ann. I'm staying out of this mob wife aesthetic thing on TikTok, but I'm surely enjoying watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my second is actually going to be uh, Tamar Braxton. Mm-hmm. The girl just makes some good TV. Mm-hmm. She just makes, she has her little one-liners and everything, and, she, and she's so dramatic. She's so dramatic. So I'm going to go Tamar Braxton. Good one. Good one. Okay. I'm debating between two. Um, I think I'm going to go with an oldie, but a goodie. And I'm going to go for Snooki. Um, I just feel like, you know, when Jersey Shore came out, we never thought that these folks would, you know, stick around the way they have. But if you were around in the era of Jersey Shore, you know that Snooki was like inescapable. Um, it was like a virus. Like she was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought that she was funny. I think she is that perfect mix of like not a punk, but she's very endearing. Um, mm-hmm. And whenever I do watch Jersey Shore or even the newer show, like Snooki is always the person I've enjoyed. Um, honorable shout out to anybody who watched that show, Jersey Licious. Mm-hmm. Whatever Olivia from Jersey Licious is, girl. If that show would have ran a little bit longer, I would have put you on this list. Olivia was my bitch. Um, but you know, for the sake of name recognition, I gotta go with the OG and go with Snooky. No, I love that. Okay, round two, solid two. Okay, all right. Up next, Jelena. My number three, my fave from Basketball Wives, Tammy Roman. I will forever be gagged. Well, that's if I guess that's the case. I don't have to tell you. I fuck Chad. <laughs> what? I don't care how many years ago that was. Evelyn, Evelyn, please just go. Just, you can't come back for that. Go, go, go over there. Just go sit I down. I will never forget that moment. Talk about a gasp. I'm like, oh, gaspity gasp. Yes. 
Okay, so my next one is actually going to be Saucy Santana. My serial girl. I think that he would, I just really love him on my television screen um, or any screen for that matter. Um, So yes, it's going to be, it's going to be Santana, Saucy Santana. Y'all are really making this difficult for me. Oh my (laughs) God. Hmm. And it's so interesting how everybody else's picks like make you rethink your team. Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. You know, maybe I have to apologize to a couple of men, not in reality, and you're probably blocked from my phone. So don't be looking for that text from me because you won't get it. Um, but on the podcast, I'll admit that I'll take back some of the things I said about fantasy football leagues. Maybe it's not as stupid as I thought. Um, because this is difficult. Right. <laughs> it's fun. It is. I'm having a great time. Um, if this is what sports are about, maybe I'll, maybe I'll dabble one day. Probably not, but okay. So, mm, so Jelena came out with Tammy and then Asha threw a good left hook with Saucy Santana. Wow. Um, I'm going to go with, a another love and hip hop throwback and I'm going to go for Cardi B. Mm. I know we love Cardi as a rapper and still and always do. I love the transition that she has made into music, but it was something about Cardi on Love and Hip Hop that reinvigorated the franchise. Yes. Um, And I still love that. Hi, my name is Cardi B and I am from the Bronx. I just love Cardi. I think she'll be a good time. Um, and I feel like my team really has that nice mix of like drama, but endearing. So I'm going to lean into that a bit. Okay, cool. So Jelena, you're moving on to number four. Do we need a roster recap of everybody so far? No, I'm, I've written mine down. Oh, no, I got yeah. So my fourth is not anyone who has been on reality TV, but I think he would bring comedy to it. And okay. that is Drewski. Okay. For shits and giggles, I think he would bring the funny out of the drama. I feel like it could be a hit or miss. Like, he's either going to catch, like, fire or it's going to fall flat. It could. I'm like, I'm hoping that he will balance out all of the fire in the room. (laughs) It's a good, yeah. It's a a risk, but it's a a good good risk. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll be a risk that makes sense. I would just, but it is a risk nonetheless, because I could see him either being drowned out by all the big personalities and him having to do something stupid to be wouldn't actually be funny, or him being like the comic relief. And yeah, so I agree. A good risk, but a risk. So mine is actually, so I don't, he's, I think he's been on reality TV before, but I think I like to add older people who are at one time more chaotic and put them with like newer or like younger chaotic people. So I'm actually going to go with Dennis Rodman. Oh, I was going to say Dennis Rodman too. Mm. I liked him most in real life. Yes. He was good on that show. I don't think I remembered. I I know Dennis Rodman is like just him being crazy, but Mm -hmm. not like him on reality TV. I've never seen him on a show before. It makes for good television. So I would like to see him. With, like, a group of, like, you know, with, like, a Jocelyn Hernandez, a Tamar Braxton. I would like to see, I would like to see that, that dynamic, or just, like, dynamic in general of, like, Dennis Rodman now um, versus, like, Dennis Rodman, like, 20 years ago, so. Mm -hmm. 
That's, That's a good one. I'm gonna go with. Sorry, y'all. And this was my idea. I'm <laughs> it's a, no, it's okay because I would kept going back and forth. I'm getting. Oh, I'm going back and forth. My last one too. Now I'm like, dang, I shouldn't have said Drewski. I should have said somebody else. I'm like, this I feel much. like y'all, your li- y'all's list have made me rethink my. Um, okay, I think I'm gonna pull out of the white girl bucket again because there was a top point in time where y'all were just doing a lot on television. And I'm going to go with Heidi Montag. Now, I don't know if you remember mm. Spencer and Heidi. Okay. Um, mm, wait, hold Heidi. on. Woo. Heidi and Spencer. Okay. It was before we had Cardi oh. and Offset. Oh, yes. We had Spencer and Heidi. And Heidi was making the girls mad. Yeah. So I just feel like she always brought her A game, great gowns, beautiful gowns, and I need her to bring that energy to the show. Yep, last pick. All right. So Jelena, you have Tiffany, New York, Pollard, Drita, Tammy Roman, Drewski. Who is the final pick for your team? Fuck it. I'm going to round it out with someone as equally crazy as everyone on that team. Another reality show OG, damn near New York. I'm going with the original Stallion Nair, Chance. Oh, oh that's a good, a good pick. <laughs> that was mine. Batman is, yo, peak TV. I'm oh, sorry. That was so good. Yeah, love. Oh, that's a good pick. You know, we always talk about him on I Love New York. Mm-hmm. I never forget how he sabotaged that girl <laughs> a real chance of love who was interested in him in her in real and she didn't want chance. And chance was like, Oh, she's pushing up on me. And so real sent her home. Yep. That was crazy to me. Crazy. So I'm like, if this 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 reality show got competition in it, oh chance is gunning mm-hmm. for everybody. I'm happy with my team. I think it would make That's good. Solid good last pick. Hey, I was gonna do. Ch- I was like, it was between Chance and this other person. So I picked this other person. I'm gonna do Ray J. Ooh. Wow! Wow! I love that. Bravo! Bravo! I mean, it doesn't need to. <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! I love me some Ray J too. So that that's a good one. That is great. Oh my gosh. Wow. Y'all have really put me in a corner here. Drum roll. I no. Don't, I can't handle the pressure. I'm actually not ready. <laughs> it's very hard to go last. So, Jelena, you're going last next week. I will week. last next week. Yes. week. And mm-hmm. I want you to be ready for this because y'all have like taken some off of my list. And then I've also had to like adjust. Um, hmm. No, she lives a good life now. I don't think she's energy. <laughs> I was gonna say Paris Hilton, but I'm like, she oh yeah, she's living a wholesome mom life. Yeah, she, she's done enough. But that would have been a good one. Yeah, I used to love the simple life. Hmm. 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 I should have put one of all the Kardashians. That's because they make for good television. But I, I feel so like they would just be too aloof to everything going on. Yeah. It would piss me off. I would do a, I would do a Chloe, and that would kind of shake it up. But I was like, I'm not doing that. Well, I'm say, well, unless I'm getting fighting Courtney. Then, yeah. <laughs> then I'll take. Chloe it. is on. I feel like Chloe would cower in the presence of like actual black women. Oh, okay. Or she would say something very like she would try to like say something very stupid, and it would be like, "Bitch, what the hell?" She would turn into a minion. Like, yeah. She would like. I could definitely see her like being up under like a Tammy 
or um, a, a New York and just doing their bidding. This is going to make for some difficulties on my team, but maybe this would be like a good, um, but you know what? Um, Jelena has some, some tension on her team too, so I should be fine. Um, I'm going to go with Kenya Moore. I know she's a little to the game. Um, and I know she's got some beef with Nini, but Kenya has been great TV since she stepped foot on the scene. Um, and I appreciate the energy that she brings and her commitment to being an agent of chaos. I think that would actually be perfect. So I'm a round out with Kenya Moore. Okay, so our final list recap. Um, we have... Is, hold on, I got an alert. Okay, so for our final list recap, we have Jelena with Tiffany New York Pollard, Drita from Mob Wives, Tammy Roman from Basketball Wives, internet personality Drewski, and I Love New York slash Real Chance of Love star Chance, no last name. With Asha, on Team Asha, we have... Jocelyn Hernandez from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and Jocelyn's Cabaret. We have Tamar Braxton from Braxton Family Values and a bunch of other stuff and a singing career that was actually pretty solid. <laughs> we have Saucy Santana, musical artist and best friend to Young Miami at the City Girls. We have Dennis Rodman, basketball player. Former basketball player. Okay, I thought so. I was like, that's a thing that he did, right? <laughs> In a, 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 you just say he's an eccentric personality. Eccentric, eccentric. I like that. A, eccentric personality, Dennis Rodman, and we have R and B artist. I was about to call him a rapper. That's not right. Um, R and B singer and uh, love and hip hop Hollywood star Ray J. Another solid team. This is tough. Good luck to the to the audience for, for voting because I don't know. Um, and on my team. Team Dana, we have Nene Leaks from Real Housewives of Atlanta. We have Snooki from Jersey Shore. We have Cardi B from Love and Hip Hop in New York and Rap Star Fame. We have Heidi Montag from The Hills. And we have Kenya Moore also from Real Housewives of Atlanta. So drafts are in. This would definitely be a show that I would be sat for every week. And I have not really yes. watched a reality TV show in a long time, but I would be locked in um so yeah on our instagram we will put up a post um where you guys can vote um we will also put a survey on our spotify and on youtube you can definitely hop in the comments and leave your feedback which team um do you feel like would do the best on this show cast your votes down below um and if you enjoyed this segment certainly let us know we will be happy to bring it back around so that's going to be it for this one. We will take one more quick break and be back with our final segment for this episode. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. All right, y'all, we are back and we are also trying something a little bit new for the, um, the year, uh, which is, um, 
uh, playlists um, from uh, specific genres. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, okay, like pop, hip hop, R&B, rap. No, we're talking about like a feeling, a phenomena, something like that. So this week's genre playlist is nigga, don't be weird. So basically that is, uh, we're making a playlist of, um, uh, 15 songs, five eight for um, each of us. Um, and they the basic premise is going to be like, okay, nigga, don't be weird. Is the premise is the genre. Um, I will start and, um, we're going to go, I guess, should we do the little thing again to see who goes first? And again, yeah, no one person can go, um, can have the same song so we can make 15 songs. So you have that song. If someone says it, X off your list, pick another song. Gotcha. Okay, good deal. Um, okay, yeah, so another number between one and 100. Who goes first? Um, I can go. 72. I'm gonna go 18. 10. Okay, 72, 18, 10, 33. Oh, That's me. Man. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna start with. Wait, one second. Oh, Jelena, it... I think. I said ten, and I said seventy-two. I yeah. think it's you. Yeah. So, so Asha, Jelena, and me last again. You can go second if you want to. We can no, look... no, no, because <laughs> I'm like, that's not fair. Yeah, no, you can go second, Dana. Since we already, yeah. I was like, so... don't pity me. <laughs> No, you can go second. I don't want your pity. Me, Dana, and then Delina. Okay. My first song is going to be, and again, the genre is Nigga Don't Be Weird, uh, is uh, Desi's Child Bugaboo. Good one. That song is very much like, I will change my address. You are stalking me. Please leave me alone. Nigga Don't Be Weird. Great pick. I have not listened to that song in a while, but it's definitely one of my favorite Destiny's Child songs. So yeah, that's my favorite. What's my? That's mine, Jelena. About you? It's my turn. It's Dana. Oh, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> it's my turn. Um, I am gonna go with. Um, I think it's a pretty new release. Um, and it's off the Mean Girls soundtrack. Um, love the song that Renee and Megan The Stallion put out. It's not my fault. You're like in love with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like when a weird nigga is on your your neck, you be like, yeah, it's not my fault that you're in love with me, but it's the reality of what I have to deal with. So mm-hmm. good song. It's cute. I love that the girlies are making pop music again. Um, and yeah, love that song. My song was Too Close by Next. Nigga, you're weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Step back, you're dancing. Kind of close. close. Feel Thank a you. little poke coming through. Coming through. Through, oh, on you. <laughs> please leave please please, please get out of here that's a good one yeah so that's all of mine are this nigga is being weird just preface i don't that mind way. that that is no, that that is the exact okay genre. Well, mine is this nigga's being weird in the song all right i don't mind that at all <laughs> so my next one is and again this one Okay, so it's called Dirty Old Man by uh, The Three Degrees. It's a very old song. I'm not going to sing it because, again, Spotify is weird. Um, but please, look in the in the playlist, please listen to it. It's called Dirty Old Man, and it's very much like, keep your hands to yourself. 
you're gross. You're very old and I don't want you touching me. I don't want you, I don't want to give you a number. No, just <laughs> please leave me alone. So, uh, yeah. Dirty, dirty old man. Yeah. I'm screaming. Yeah, a dirty old man. I just love the name of the song. Yeah, a dirty old too. man. You're a dirty old man. We get right to the point. Um, For my next one, I think I'll go with a classic. We all know and love this one. I'm going to go with TLC's Scrub. No Scrubs? Yes. yes. Um, yeah. No, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine. No. I don't want to meet you nowhere. I don't want any of your time. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> so as, as I get older and older, that song just hits more and more. Yeah. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Like, yeah, no, I don't. I'm okay. Thank you. All right, Jelena. All right. Next. On today's episode of You Negroes Are Weird. Fine China by Juice World and Future. Just look up the lyrics. It is literally like, I'm gonna get you if you if you try to leave. No. Now I thought you were gonna say Fine China by Chris Brown because <laughs> I wasn't gonna argue with you either way. Because <laughs> I have a man. But I'm not dangerous. Why do you have to? <laughs> well, I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that part. <laughs> when you're my, I'll be generous. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like mm. it's all right. I'm not dangerous. Why did you? Why would I think? Why would you be dangerous? <laughs> Make that disclaimer. And it's like you're you're rolling up on me, and I'm like, hey, I have a man. But does he do it for you when he's finished? Does he step back and adore you? Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Why are we talking about this right now? Please. Let's, let's calm down. Okay, let me okay. okay. We're doing good for not having no duplicates. Yeah. This is gonna be an interesting playlist though. <laughs> We'll make it flow. <laughs> my, my songs are the wild cards. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> okay. I think they somehow fit. So my next one is actually, I don't know if it's like, nigga, don't stop being weird, but it's like, nigga, you're being, yeah, like, just let's not do this. It's uh, Next Lifetime by Eric Badu. Mm. Like, it's like, I got a man and, well, no, first of all, she's I'm in that situation, but she's like, no, no, no. It's a relationship and me and you cannot be a thing. So maybe when we died and reincarnated, maybe we can be together. But just like, <laughs> but not right now. Not right now. No, you're being weird. Stop it. <laughs> like we're no, friends. Stop it, please. You're being weird. So yes, next lifetime by Erica Badu. Yeah, I'm gonna bring it back to um to our I don't know the current timeline. I guess that's not the words I'm looking for. Like 20, 2020s music. Mm-hmm. Um, and go with uh Munch by Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You thought I was feeling you? Mm, that nigga. You know much? Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want. I'm going to go with a current song, too. And I'm going to go with You Wish by Flyanna Boss. That was on mm-hmm. my list, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Good pick, though. Solid pick. I really love that. Um my next one is uh, Victoria Monet. Stop asking me for shit. Good one. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
literally stop asking me for money. You're being weird. Why are you asking me for money? I just got this shit. Stop asking me. I love the little interlude she was doing on the um the tour too. Mm-hmm. I need you to stop. Stop being a Debbie. I need you to stop. I love you. Yeah, it was so cute. I hope I can find this on streaming. Probably not. If it's not there, just know that it's there in spirit. And I'm going to go with Backup by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. When you see that girl coming back to up, she ain't your average chick factor. That song is really more about the girl, but I feel like everybody else in the club was being weird towards her. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me kind of think of the theme and the vibe. Mm-hmm. And real Beyonce fans can still sing that song word for word, bar for bar. OG Hive knows. Cultural Reset. Yep. And Sexy Little Thug, her In the Club remix that 50 Cent didn't allow to get on B-Day because he's a hater. Mm-hmm. Ew. Okay, now, this is the... We're getting into the last one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is where it gets a little hard for me because I had a song in my head that's going to make me so mad when I figure out what it is. Um, It was like the perfect song, but I don't even know how else to like... So I'm going to do uh, Deborah Cox, um, How Did You Get Here? Kimberly really was running up on her. So, yeah, it's like, how did you get here? And I'm supposed to be like, whoa. Stop. I mean, it's about like, how did I fall in love? But it's really like, to me, I actually like it's like a, oh, next time being weird. What are you doing? Feelings? Absolutely not. Leave me alone. <laughs> You're following me. You're following me. Uh, no, no, thank you. Um Oh, that's a that actually really just inspired a good one for my next one. I love that. I've not listened to that song in forever. Yeah, that's mine. I'm I'm disappointed because I don't remember the song I wanted to say, but I think I still think I had a good like. No, that's a solid choice. Yeah, and it made me change my next one, so I appreciate that choice because it made me think about um, "Obsessed" by Mariah Carey. Oh Ooh. yes, that's perfect. Solid. I'm like, why were you so obsessed with me? Mm-hmm. Now, Quiet As It's Kept, that diss track that uh, Eminem released, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, mm-hmm. good one. That's a good one. That's good. Going back and forth. I'm, I wonder how much time Jasmine is going to give us between now and her next album. Like, I'm still eating off of hotels. I've listened to a couple songs off of that album at least once or twice a week, but... I just will never say no to another Jasmine project. So whenever she wants to give it. Yeah, it was so good. Um, But yes, we are going to uh, put together this playlist. So for any of our, sorry, y'all. We're going to put this, we're going to put all these songs together in a playlist. So for any of our listeners who are checking us out via Spotify, um, definitely head over to um, our page and you'll be able to find this playlist. playlist there on the bougie black girls playlist section um and we'll also have it available for you guys on instagram as well so if you want to hop over to apple music or anywhere else you are streaming you'll be able to build it out and and i guess enjoy ill niggas weird maybe that's not the adjective what is what is the adjective i'm looking for reflect Mm -hmm. okay on all the different elements in which niggas can be weird. I don't think anybody enjoys weird niggas, but we enjoy talking about them and writing songs about them. Oh, most definitely. Yes. 
Well, good stuff, y'all. I think that's going to wrap us up for this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. A little bit different from our usual, but we're trying to mix it up, keep you guys on your toes all 2024. So if you liked this episode, please be sure to subscribe and rate us wherever you're listening. I know I say it every time. I think I'm actually going to start saying it at the beginning of the episode. So y'all remember a little bit earlier on if we lost you um, at some point along the way or if you come back later and forget. But review the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss updates. It really helps us out. I know I say it helps us out every episode, but that's because it does. So if you're somebody who's hopping in your uh, streaming apps and typing in Black Girl Roundtable every week to find the episode, you're creating more work for yourself. Just hit the subscribe button. I promise you, you will not regret it. Your skin will clear up. Yes. I don't know. You'll get a promotion at work. Everything good you want in your life. This is the beginnings of our call, you guys. Um, <laughs> everything you want in life, all the things that you wanted to manifest, they're coming. Um, please be sure to follow us across our socials. Um, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.